We the GamerCast is powered by patrons at patreon.com slash Capri. And from the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful to the nearly 70 patrons who support us each and every month. With special thanks to our Capremium producers, Dallas Ford, Drew Agnew from the incredible House of Mario podcast, Jace Baldridge, one of my favorite streamers. You can find him at twitch.tv slash Baccaridge, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team, and Jonathan Brown, the man behind the music on the Xbox Drive and the Nintendo Drive. You can find more at youtube.com slash GamingPurpleMonkey. Our platinum producers, Robbie Bobby Miller and Trucker Sloth, and our gold members, Argo, Benji Kong, Brendan Myers, Dallas Robbins, Dano, Emily O'Kelly, Heather Boney, James Johnson, Joel Brooks, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, and Xavier Reyes. If you'd like to support this show and everything else over at Yumi Capri, please show your support at patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. Now, on with the show. Hello everyone, it's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to We The Gamer Cast that publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every Monday. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, patrons, get it first. Thank you for subscribing, for rating the show on Apple Podcasts, which some of you do. I'll get to that in just a second. Guys, uh, my throat. <laughs> oh, no. Um, that wasn't the first time that I've tried it, but that's as good as it's going <laughs> to get. Um, how are you, guys? It's good to see you. I'm glad to glad to have you here. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. It's a, it's a good day. Uh, I've got lots to talk to you guys about. We've got a sweet hang with Dano coming up here in just a little bit. But if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger or a friend from the internet. We talk about life and video games, and if you want to be on the show, you can tweet at me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Now, uh, today is Saturday, uh, July, I almost said September, not yet, uh, July the 3rd, uh, we're into it, we're, we're doing the thing, and some of you this morning have already been asking me, like, how, how are you doing? Because uh, some of you know, yesterday, Friday, July 2nd, I got my second shot, and um and you've been asking me on on Discord how how are you feeling? And I, I'm like I think I'm I think I'm doing okay. But I hadn't talked to anybody at that time yet. This is the first of me speaking to anybody. I warmed up my I try to warm up my voice every once in a while. Sometimes I'll do the the Pants Patreon podcast for Patrons Podcast, which is an exclusive bonus podcast for supporting patreoncom slash Uh Sometimes I'll do that on Wednesday mornings. Um, try to do that on on Tuesday nights. So, anyways, uh, there's times where I have to warm up my voice before. Uh, doing a podcast because I don't want this to be the first utterance that I have in the morning. Well, my family is away. I'll get to that in a second. And I thought I was doing okay, but um, my throat sucks <laughs> right now. Like, I don't know. I don't I was also, I, I might have been fighting something before I got my shot. And I don't know if you're really supposed to go get your shot if that's it. But you know what? I got my shot anyways. And I think, like, I'm doing okay. Like, this is. I sound terrible, which is amazing that I'm going to be babbling on here. i got a lot to talk to you guys about. Um, but the, the the arm is sore, so that's one thing. But um, but I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you guys? I hope you, I hope you guys are doing okay. Um, hmm. I got so much to talk to you guys about today. Uh, I, I'm hoping that this, this this arm thing kind of goes away. I, I, may have booked a, I may have booked a massage because my family is away. My parents have lent me their car because Chelsea and I kind of share the truck she's got the truck she's got the kids she's visiting family in Saskatchewan Canada I know many of you will have um 
have a field day with that one. They're in Regina, okay? So uh, so just do with that what you will. Uh, and so yesterday I had most of the day by myself, did a little bit of cleaning, did a lot of relaxing. It was very, very nice. Um, trying to make sure that I that I eat well while uh, <laughs> I'm all by myself. I'm living the, I'm living the bachelor life right now. Uh, but I had... I had just an awful sleep last night. I'm like, okay, I've got a big day on Saturday. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got it all. You guys know me. I got it all sorted out. I've got a big old to-do list. I got a great, got great things I'm going to get done. The house is going to be in great shape. I'm going to do a workout. There's all these things that, that that's going to happen today, uh, including this. But last night I had such a bad sleep, and I don't know what the heck even happened. I ended up, I ended up watching The Aviator, which I thought would actually put me to sleep. And some of you might know this is a. Um, it's a Martin Scorsese movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. It's like three hours long, something like that. Is it three hours? It's almost. I think it's almost three hours long. It's like 166 minutes or something like that. And I've watched this movie a couple times before. And it, I basically, if it like gets me to a certain point, and I don't know exactly what that point is, but at a certain point, the the movie grips me, and I am in because I'm really worried about Howard Hughes. <laughs> I'm really just like, oh my goodness, what a. I don't know if any of you guys have seen this Howard Hughes. Um, this movie or, or what happened to him and oh my goodness what a what a character what a life and i actually don't i don't know if it's in his, um what what he was um what his condition was if he had like uh, obsessive compulsive disorder or something like that or maybe a, a a mixture of things i think it was like germophobia and maybe some ocd as well and i got to say like there's some things that like i i watched this before i had kids and saw some of myself in Howard Hughes, which might not surprise some of you guys. Not to the extent where I'm going to be, like, locking myself in a room or anything. Um, I feel like this last year is a good test of that. Like, would I actually want to lock myself in the basement and not go anywhere? Well, the answer to that is absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely. I've been walking lately, like, to avoid not doing that. And that's something I, I pretty much... I remember having a conversation with my mom saying, like, why, does, why, do people, why don't you just run all the time? Like, just walking is boring. But guess what? I'm getting a little, getting a little older. Joints are feeling a little crappy, and I'm kind of just lucky to be walking right now at this point. But anyway, uh, some of those OCD tendencies, it was like, hmm, I got to do certain things in a certain order and all that kind of stuff. Um, I was, I was, re- I remember watching that back in the day, being really worried that that would become me. So I remember I, I started working on quite a bit of that, in, in addition to a lot of the things I've talked to you guys about on the show. And if you if you haven't heard it yet, well, I won't regale you now, but there's a whole history <laughs> on this podcast, and I'm sure it will come up as well. But the thing is, um, Lincoln kind of shows some of these signs as well. He'll start to repeat himself. He'll start having these these certain signs. I don't want to get too much into it. So, like, there's a there's a line. I feel like I don't know if he like one day he'll he'll wake up, uh, he'll grow older, and go, "Hey, Dad, thanks for like telling everybody about my stuff." <laughs> it's like, sorry, dude. Uh, so, anyways. I didn't have a good sleep last night. I was watching Aviator, saw Howard Hughes, and I'm like, oh, man, I, I just hope this doesn't happen for, for Linker. For anybody, it's terrible, man. It's, it's just terrible, um, just what he, was, what he was dealing with. So anyways, I'm, I'm working on a couple hours of sleep. I'm ready to put this podcast out there. I'm ready for extra life. Holy crap. This is the last thing I'm going to talk to you guys about. Um, I might talk to you about my second shot after the conversation, but I don't want to, I don't want to go on too long here. I want to get to Dano. Uh, but extra life guys, Phoenix Overdrive. That's the team. You're going to want to talk to me about this. Reach out to me on Twitter or in the Discord. Everything's in the show notes. You guys, we got to talk about extra life. Uh, first week in November, I think it's November 6th is game day. I'm going to be in New York City, I think before. So I've got a couple things that are like, a little like we just need to tighten this up a little bit but this is what i'm thinking i'll be in new york city before 
uh, game day, which is on November 6th. I'm going to take a train from New York City to Rome, New York. I'm going to be there for the 24-hour marathon. And I think you should talk to me about it. Let's just put it that way. You should talk to me about it if you're interested. Uh, and even if you can't be there, if you're interested in joining the, the team for Extra Life, uh, please do so, man. We have a great time together. We've got a great team. Uh, we, I know we'll have announcements coming up, but I just wanted to give you put the plant the seed. It's July. November is going to be here in no time, which is so sad. As we complain about the heat here, I'm thinking about November, which is when everything freezes over. So there you go. That's it. I think that's all. Oh, snap. I, uh, we got a podcast review. Holy crap. Uh, doorstop, number one. <laughs> Thank you so much for the for the review, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, it says, more than just a gamer podcast. This is a five-star review, by the way, on Apple Podcasts. You guys should please, please uh, support the show uh, for free. It doesn't cost you anything. Go on to Apple Podcasts and uh, leave a review. Five stars. Just like Doorstop did, he says, or they say, this podcast exemplifies the positive in gaming and shows that there is so much more to gaming than just games. Sean draws out the best in these discussions from the topical hot takes to the deeply profound discussions around loss and struggles and how games help bring us back. I fully expect to be tuning into Sean's podcast 20 years from now on whatever topics he chooses to share. 20 years would be amazing. Thank you, Doorstop. And I have a feeling that this might have been in response to the episode last week with Ains uh, from Season Gaming. That was an excellent episode. If you guys are new this week, you should definitely go back, check out last week's episode. Go back to the whole thing. I know some of you have done the whole lot of them. And um, in case you're, in case you do want to do that, there's there should be over 200 episodes. There is a feed that many of you subscribe to that have, I think, maybe 70 or 80 episodes on there. That's um, there's a thing that happened. I don't want to get into it, but there was um, there's another feed. Look for the one with like 200. If you want to do the whole like history of We the Gamer Casters, there should be well over 200 episodes. Okay, that's it. I got a great conversation with Dano. How did I? Man, I'm like, I guess this is what happens when I'm all by myself. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta talk to somebody. Give me a podcast. So here we go. This is Dano. Um, you guys know him from the community. He's been hanging out with us. We play, we play Halo on Saturday nights. He's active in the Discord. He's a gold member. Thank you so much to Dano for your gold member support. Um, I just had a really great chat with him. This is a classic We The Gamer cast. It's, it's right here. It's quintessential. It's right here for you guys. So let's get right into it with my good friend, Dano. <laughs> It's amazing, like how like those thirty seconds can bother us. Yet, you know, we used, we're used to watching TV where advertisements are everywhere for like three minutes. I know. At least. Yeah. Especially yeah, those mean, like watching TV, um, watching movies on TV segments, mm-hmm. where like a two-hour one can be like four hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you like into like like Saturday morning cartoons like back in the day? Like, were you like? Because I feel like maybe we've grown out of that era. Really, like we were. We know that time where you would like sit down to watch like tv live tv and now we kind of kind of don't really like i don't know maybe sports is kind of it as far as live tv yeah sports kind of re- remains the only thing mm-hmm. that i would watch live um as far as tv shows and cartoons yeah i liked watching them in the morning and stuff on saturdays or any day really yeah but it it's just the way that things are now like, i like it, how you said any day bad. you must have had like cartoon network or something like that growing up because like um at some point i did because <laughs> uh, at a certain because, point um, there wasn't just any time man yeah because uh i can't remember when it was when i moved to america i probably remember like four years old or something like that yeah and i don't know i don't know if we had like antenna or a cable but i remember we did have mtv mm-hmm. and there was bs and butthead for a very brief time <laughs> and then out of nowhere it was gone <laughs> yeah maybe and for I don't the know best. If, 
well, I don't know if my parents like stopped paying for that. And we again, because I'm I'm a, I'm a child, so I don't know if we have antenna, we have basic cable, we have some kind of package. I have no idea right. what's going on. Yeah. So and then next thing I know, I'm like, wait a minute, Channel 25s were you know Disney's act. Mm-hmm. Channel 26s were Nickelodeon. 24s Cartoon Network. Dude, if that's for that's real, amazing. is that for real? Like, is there, are you are you just naming numbers there? The like no, those were the real? channels. Dude, hold on. <laughs> what the a memory. It, it was the three the three channel line of 24, 25, 26. I'm like, this is me just flipping <laughs> channels. Amazing. <laughs> I think 45 was like Spike TV. That's what I would watch uh, WWF Raw. <laughs> oh, and I my think like gosh. 41 was TNT where yeah. Monday Night Nitro would be happening. So. When were you into, like, what era were you into wrestling? Like, what years do you think? And who was wrestling? The most, the most wrestling? I don't. I was a pretty young, pretty young. Age. I mean, I used to go to wrestling shows in Mexico. Did you really? I watch them. Yeah, and it's amazing because some of those wrestlers, to make money, they would go travel down there and wrestle. Yeah. So Wait, I don't. I don't remember seeing like when you, you said when you moved to America. Where are you from originally? I am. I was born here in America, but yeah. I am from Mexico. So born like in born in Texas, and then your parents moved down or something. Or what's the story there? Yeah. So my dad was born in California. Uh, my grandparents are Mexican, and they would they would migrate to California back and forth every six months. They would work up in like in the fields and stuff, mm-hmm. and then all the money they saved, they would live off of that in six months in Mexico. Yeah. So my dad was born there. Uh, he kind of grew up in Mexico most of the time, and that's where he, you know, worked and stuff. I'm like five years old and that type of stuff. And then he went to school in California back and forth. And again, the whole migrating back and forth for like on a whole long. Until my mom and until my mom, yeah, until my mom and, and my dad decided to get married, and then my dad made the decision like, you know what, I'm gonna stay put in South Texas. Like, I have an idea of mm-hmm. what I want to do, and you know, and everybody in my family, like my extended family, decided to like follow suit. Like, you know what, yeah, let's stop the whole migration thing and just settle. Yeah. So this, this is what people call chain migration. <laughs> so this what do you is mean? What, chain migration? Just like the whole family kind of. Like just but, uh, o- over chain. time, <laughs> over yeah, basically over time, family be like, hey, you know, yeah, let's settle here, type of thing. Yeah. No, I mean, we all had we all had our papers. I, mean, I was born here in America anyway, so you know, freedom, <laughs> that type of stuff. <laughs> uh, my mom got her green card. Uh, everyone in my family was born here. Even my cousins, you know, once they kind of got wind of that, like, hey, let's make sure these kids are born in America, type of right, thing. Right, right. But um, since my mom's Mexican, she was born Mexico, Mexican, and that type of stuff. My dad's born in America. And I have dual citizenship. That's what I was gonna ask you. Yeah, yeah. I need to apply for that so that way I can easily apply for Canadian citizenship. There you go. Hey, just <laughs> it's, been, it's been ten years, Sean. I haven't even attempted it. <laughs> I don't. I think uh, we established over the weekend with Donnie that uh, most people just don't want to come here, which I find uh, <laughs> astonishing. Really, it's it's we, we joke about our our country, but it's 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 better than you might think. I'll, and you know what? You we've even got like Texas and Mexican like heat right now, man. We've got we're we're all dying up here. And this is just a normal summer for most of you guys, I think. Um, it's a desert most of the time. It's a desert I mean, it, most of the time. Most I mean, well, what's funny here is that uh, where I specifically live, is citrus grows everywhere. Yeah. So if it's too much rain, it's not good. Mm. <laughs> so all this dry heat, all this dry weather, is great for oranges. I can't grow apples here, but I can grow limes. I can grow oranges. That's so interesting. My, um, it's funny. My, we used to go visit some family out in uh, the next, (laughs) the neighboring province of British Columbia. They had a, they had an apple orchard and they would have, uh, they'd have nectarines and some peaches and stuff. They'd sell it off for juices and stuff like that. But I always like, 
I always, you know, you kind of grow up with these things that you think are normal. Like everybody should have like an uncle or an aunt with an orchard somewhere. And it's like, that's, that was very special. Like there's, there's certain things that of like from our past that maybe you don't even realize are very, so unique to your own experience. And I feel like even just like the story you just told is like, who else is like that? Like, I don't, I don't, especially me being in Canada, like that's just not a thing here. People going back and forth or anything like that. Yeah. Growing up, it was kind of weird because almost everybody had a lime tree or an orange tree in their backyard. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, you would see neighbors like the dangling trees uh, over the fence. They would, you know, take other neighbors, oranges or limes here and there, you know, for a nice taco or something. Yeah. (laughs) You know, yeah. You see it all the time. Where but, in it, uh, where in Mexico would you go back and forth to? It's uh, not too far away from the border. Is it's that, yeah. uh, it's about maybe the exact location. If anybody knows the cities, they would know this. But uh, it's a pretty big city in Mexico. It's yeah. uh, Monterey. I'm going to pronounce that in English. <laughs> yeah, Monterey. <laughs> and then there is uh, Reynosa. Okay. <laughs> There's Cotarita. No, it's, it's Monterrey, Cadreta, and Reynosa. Oh, Those that sounds like way cool. better. You shouldn't have said it like that. Yeah, yeah there's, we, there's, we ruined dude, everything. I, I love saying that, quesadillas. Yeah. <laughs> I love, <laughs> I love pronouncing it that way. <laughs> quesadillas, man. Vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> it's so That's good. Stuff. It's so good. Like, I love it, man. Especially like when I – I mean I have you know friends here who are like pure Texan and stuff. And yeah. I love when they talk to me because they when they try – I have a few friends Canadian as well. They're like, hey, man um, – Salsa verde. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Like, I did not know that was just green hot sauce. Green. Like, better <laughs> <laughs> like, is green. Like, yeah. salsa is a sauce? He's like, what do you call hot sauce? Like, salsa. <laughs> 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 like, what do you call barbecue sauce? And I was like, salsa de barbacoa. And like, barbacoa, I thought that was meat. I'm like, well, barbe- it basically means like barbecued meat. What I should have done in preparation for this is just given you a list of like 40 words to say. Uh, and make Spanish. it sound real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what what would you call that? Uh, like when people do like the whole like the the ten questions real quick. Basically, <laughs> like, right, yeah. Word. But it would just sound like really good. And then uh, and then if I was actually like putting any um, production into this, I would put some like maybe some stereotypical music or something like that. Just some like, some mariachi like, music or something. <laughs> but in the background, not quite that bad. Just like maybe maybe somewhat tasteful. Hopefully. Uh, I'll say this, though. Like, a lot of people kind of always complain about, like, oh, they make fun of, like, Americans. Like, say for the British. Like, oh, we make fun of Americans for, like, the freedom units and all that type yeah. of stuff, right? Like, I love it when people make fun of, like, Mexicans and all that type of stuff, especially in cartoons. If you ever, if you ever watched Looney Tunes growing up. Oh, my gosh. No So kidding. many stereotypes in that. What about when like, Mario wore the, uh, wore the, um, what the sombrero? The sombrero, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what a, I'm sure you're, you're I, super I offended, it. right? Like, I feel I like it. maybe we can connect on this a little bit. I've got Italian heritage in my family, and it's like, dude is like a like he's a walking, talking stereotype. He goes like Yahoo and Mamma Mia. <laughs> and he's a he's a plumber, and some dude in Japan thought him up, and it's just like have at it, dude. Like that's that's and I like no one person speaks for the entirety of a culture, but I've always, I'd never like thought of that as like. Damn, I can't believe they what are they doing with uh with our Italian heritage? It's like, well, it's kinda I mean, that's Canadian. I feel like that's just Canadians in general. We're like, yeah, there's there's moose and beavers on our on our money, but who cares? Yeah. You know, oh, we don't take ourselves too seriously. Stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I don't know, that's kind of fun like that though. You just live through life like that, just laughing the whole time. Did you hear about that um that Halo game in China? 
that looks just like Halo. It looks exactly like it. I did see that. There's also another one that uh, looks exactly like um, Resident Evil, and I think it's called like Walking Dead Survivors or something. So it like rips <laughs> off two franchises at the same time. That I never knew, but yeah. like, you know how they, they rip off that stuff, right? So, and when I was growing up, I only had two channels growing up in Mexico, Sean, right? Mm-hmm. Channel four and three. Okay. No, four and eight. <laughs> one of those played four Nintendo, I think. Uh, w- one of them, there was a show, and I know you know this, there was an old Super Mario TV show, right? Oh, yeah. I've got the DVDs yeah. just in, in this, in this yeah. box right here. Yeah. Okay. So, so there was a ripoff of that show in Mexico. Stop. <laughs> no way. Was there really? Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what the name of it is. I have no idea what the name is. But yes, like, I mean, you you would have never know. Like, Italian, Mexican, you would never know. The same colors of the flag. You would never know. <laughs> <laughs> very you would confusing. never know. But, like, it was very confusing. But it was super bad. <laughs> Terrible. Mexican Terrible Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I got to check this out. I, I'm, I'm tempted. Like, I can't add it to the, to the podcast or anything. <laughs> I'd love to be able to, like, grab a clip of it. And like put it right here. In fact, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Like listeners will. Find I don't, out I don't know how famous it was, Sean. To be honest, but, you, <laughs> but, but no, YouTube I'm, has everything. You know, I feel like YouTube's got. Man, now I got it. Now I have to look it up. We, I don't we did Google the super, we did Google Super Mario TV show. We my buddy and I about maybe three weeks ago. We we did see a few clips, and oh my god, it's terrible. <laughs> oh, dude, I yeah, it's not the first thing that pops up. There's a lot of yeah. actually, there's speed runs that pop up for some strange reason. Funny Mexican guy playing games similar to Super Mario Brothers is so, we'll the see. first thing that pops up. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. A few years ago, there was a guy who claimed to get like two, second or third place in Super Mario Speedrun, and he was Mexican because that site steals a lot of footage from other actual speedrunners, and they play it off as their own. Oh my so gosh. it would not surprise me if if you search Mexican Super Mario and one of those videos pops up. I mean, this guy was eating a pizza, dude. <laughs> he was eating a pizza like in, be- in between like levels, and people like anybody who's a serious speedrunner would not be just like casually eating a pizza, drinking a Pepsi. They would be 100% focused, blood and blood and high, high blood pressure, everything, heartbeat, oh racing. Are you are you a diet? Are you a, a Coke or a Pepsi person? I currently have a Coca-Cola right in front of me. Oh, is that – and is that related is – is that a thing? Like is Coke a thing in Mexico? Like is – I feel like that's all I ever Coke. had. Yeah. Everything's Coke. I've only been no, a couple and, times. But, but I mean by that, like when you say you want a soda, you just say I'm Coca. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It Even doesn't if matter you mean Sprite. like Sprite? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Coca. What the heck? Then, yeah, so, 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 the, so if you want to – if you actually want a Coke, then you I mean, have to specify afterwards? Okay, so when a wait- when a waiter or somebody asks you like, e coca, <laughs> like they'll say that, yeah. like and soda, <laughs> but they say coca. Hmm. Kind of like how like, how kind of growing up, like your parents are like, hey, turn off the Nintendo, even though it might be like a, a Sega or something. Sure, Everyone but just... then you 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 laugh at your parents because they don't know what they're talking about, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, but you don't tell them that. You're like, Mom, that's true. You, you know? just kind of go with it. That's true. Like that's a Sega. <laughs> but I feel like that there's there's a I, maybe Donnie would talk about this as well. Like I think there's a a certain set of states like and maybe Cato as well where it's just like that's what they say. It's it's Coke. Like I'll just have a Coke, and they really mean yep. like okay, well Sprite then. But yeah, like I, like that as well. As well. I got to wrap my head around that because I don't understand. I got to, I got, maybe we'll visit. We're, we're talking about PAX, man. We're talking about going to PAX South or PAX, PAX South. PAX Have you ever been? Yeah, I went to the second one. Um, the, I only went for one day only because I couldn't really take it. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, but, but I met, well, it's because 
it's not like I, I've gone. I went to the first TwitchCon, right? Mm-hmm. And there, you know, you interact with people. Not that I'm a streamer or anything, but you know, there are people who you want to meet because you're part of your little communities here and there. Mm-hmm. And Pax South, you're like, well, this is not Pax West. <laughs> this is oh, not. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, like you, you think that in your mind going there. Now you do see a lot of big personalities there, and even I'm like, oh wow, they're here. Mm-hmm. The the big person that I met was Cliff Bozinski, who was from Gears of War. Yeah. I, I met him at the at a bar right afterwards. Oh, did you? I was gonna, <laughs> not, I was, even I was gonna the, not even at PAX. No, I didn't. No, we did not. It was literally the bar outside of PAX. I love so, that. Uh, we went there. I went there because I was going to meet a buddy. It was actually funny because like, you, you liked the comment last night about Interstellar. Yeah. <laughs> so the person who immediately wrote that tweet, I went to go meet that dude because uh, him and I both worked for the same company mm-hmm. in Austin. But we know we don't we don't work together. We just work for the company. Yeah. And he was in, he was in San Antonio. Um, I was in. Well, he went to, he went to Pack South. I went to Pack South. We're like, hey, just just have a beer, or whatever. And mm-hmm. I just look across the room, and there's Cliff Blazinski. And I forced my friend to go talk to him. And they're there for like twenty some minutes. No way. Uh, was, yeah, I was surprised they didn't actually get a drink or whatever. But then my, my buddy didn't really drink. I would have drank with Cliff. <laughs> oh my god, he's he's yeah. probably like top five for me. Like to yeah. sit and have a drink with that would be. Un- I, I was gonna say that would be unreal. Like part of the pun. Like that was the that was the game for me. A lot of people know from uh, from Gears of War, of course. But like, yeah, like the good old days of PC gaming, dude. Like, just totally captivated me. And it was Cliff Blazinski was at the as a, was at the heart of it with Unreal and Unreal Tournament. And like back in those days, it was. I never played Jazz Jackrabbit though. But I'd love I never to... played it either. But I do know somebody who has it on floppy disk. I think, dude. Oh my god! <laughs> I I was just thinking about like rummaging through my parents' stuff and just seeing what we could find in the giant PC game boxes and everything like that. But oh, I think we're gonna do this, man. I think PAX might actually, whether it's PAX South, I'm not sure. But one of the one of the PAXs, I think, is gonna happen now that things might be opening up again. Do you have like an an itch to travel again? Like now that we're kind of maybe coming out of this, like how are you doing? With all that. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I want to travel. Yeah. But also, I want to save money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. I mean, well, my buddy and I did plan, like, the other day. Uh, I was like, hey, dude, you want to go to a Guardian Con, which is now called um, Gamer something. And I thought you said, like, Gardening Con. Like, you're, like, you're green, like you're, like, oh, green thumbs. Like, you're, you're planting. I'll get into that later about gardening. Because, <laughs> uh but one of my top games of this year, Sean, that I'm waiting for is Lawnmower Simulator. Yes, yes, dude. Oh my gosh, where did I just see? Were we talking about this somewhere? I just saw. I thought I'd maybe I got. I wonder if we're gonna get a. We we typically get codes for like indie games, and we get a lot of simulator codes. I might even. I'll have to let you know if that comes in. If it does, then it's yours, man. Well, it's because I played it during the alpha beta uh, for the Insider program, and then also there was a demo for it like last week or on with Tunic. And stuff. Oh, and, that's where I saw it. That's that's yeah. exactly it. So, yeah. so in the insider program, they actually ask you, "Hey, do you want to join our Discord?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" So I joined the Discord, and I've never met anybody or a group of people who love their lawns and love mowing those lawns <laughs> than yeah. these people on this Discord. They were giving them so many hints, like, "Hey, can we do this?" Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure you see those patterns where, like, it's like light and dark shaved yeah. <laughs> grass. They're like, "Can we do this in the game? Like, can that be an option?" And like, dude, they, they love it. It's one of the most relaxing games I've ever played, and it takes just as long to mow the lawns in that game as like it does in real life. <laughs> Stop. There, you got to be able to like, if you're doing something like that, you got to be listening to podcasts at the same time. And also, you gotta really not want to be playing anything else. <laughs> like I just, I was, I think I was talking to Ribo about this with Farming Simulator, and it's just like there, there has to be like a real passion for that kind of game because like it's not like you're unaware 
of the other games that you could be playing. You know, you could be doing almost anything else. And then you go, okay, I guess I'll just do Lawnmower Simulator. I just feel like it's for the gamer who has everything, who's done everything, who's seen everything. This is what's left for it for you. So I was kind of like somewhat like hyping it up with other friends, friends who would never try it out. But I'm just telling them how much enjoyment I was having out of it, out of just pure, just relaxation. Yeah. And about two days later, one of my friends sends me a TikTok about this one girl recording her her boyfriend who works in landscaping, who's on like his <laughs> desk. He's like, what game are you playing? Like lawnmower simulator. Like why? Like, like it's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the comments were like, it's the shit. <laughs> it's the great game or they're like wait a minute try power washer simulator that's the which, one i was gonna ask you about yeah that looks amazing which then i googled immediately <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very very it um looks relaxing. very satisfying and maybe there's something to be said about that too because like i i kind of laugh it off a little bit thinking like who in their right mind wants to play this but maybe there is like i i can totally imagine like the state of mind that I would be in, which happens pretty often, usually at the end of the night where I would like to be sitting down and being attentive to a game that like demands a lot of thought and whatever and me paying, paying attention and stuff. And like last night I was trying, I was trying to play Scarlet Nexus and it wasn't the game's fault. I was just like, I was, ex- I was exhausted. I was at the end of the night. And maybe that would have been a better time for lawnmower simulator or something where I still want to play a game, but I don't want to like think too hard about it, I guess, but also yeah. it's a simulator. Maybe they're hard. The way I would kind of compare it to is people who do like uh, what are they called? Okay, so you know people who like set up collectibles, like they paint them, like hand paint them themselves. Oh yeah, it's, it's a very common thing. Or they or they make a ship in a bottle. Yeah, you know, it takes a lot of time, a lot of patience. You know, mm. and you can listen to like radio in the background. Like, it's very calming. So, mm-hmm. People do that just to like, hey, this is a hobby. This is my thing. People mow their lawns. People barbecue. People paint. It's got to be That's a lost art. That that ship in a bottle has got to be like. Is that is that is there anybody still doing that? Do you think? Like I, I've never even. That looks like pure magic to me. Like I not, think not sometimes the old movies, probably. Yeah, like like you can see sometimes like the, the 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 glass has been cut and then glued back together and they just kind of put it around the ship. But really, like, isn't there a thing where you 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 basically assemble it like in the jar like with like. Tweezers there or are people there are people who get long tweezers and will assemble it in the bottle and then there is the ch- very simple way of you just pull a string and then it extends into place oh i don't like that as much that doesn't yeah. that's not nearly as impressive it still looks nice but yeah, yeah I don't know. dude you see I, those really big bottles <laughs> <laughs> where did you pull this from by the way like i don't the think I, I don't know how many no the the ship in the bottle like i, I I've had how many conversations on this show, and I don't think that anybody has once ever brought up the ship in the bottle. You never had me on this show. <laughs> that explains <laughs> no, but it. That the ship in the it. bottle, just because it's relaxing. You know, sure. again, like the lawnmower. Have like, you I done it? I played it for like two Like, hours. is this personal yeah. experience or like you and your family or like? Ship, ship in the bottle? No, yeah. Dude, I don't spend time with my family. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because that answer's that. Like, if my family ever listens to this. You love them true. very much. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> like, yeah. You guys ever hear this? Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Do not call me. I'll have a. <laughs> do, not, do not come by. You know when I'm when I don't ask you to. <laughs> Stop. What is is this? Are you putting? The, are you okay? Are I'm you and the your family out. okay? I don't know. I, I love my family. I just don't like hanging out with them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the to cross the streams. Like family's family, gaming and friends is uh, is just separate. Okay, I'll say this. Sometimes you just want your space, you know, Sometimes even you with friends space. and even, even people, you, you, people that you do like, you like, you want like, you know, that peace 
Yes. And that's a, you know what, um, the people who are closest to you, I think will understand that the best. I think maybe that's not even necessarily true. I like, cause maybe I have people who are close to me who don't really understand. I guess it's, it's something that, are you like an introvert? Would you call yourself like an introvert? Is that maybe the deal? Um, I'm like in between both. I yeah, do like I, hanging out I, with, with friends. It would be very specific friends that mm-hmm. I enjoy hanging out with. But as soon as that day is over, I'm like, dude, I am booking it. I need to recharge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I need to relax. Yeah. That's why if I ever do like a weekend thing, I'm like, dude, it's, this is exhausting. <laughs> you need a vacation after your vacation, right? Well, that's what they are. Vacations are to, to relax. I know. I don't know how many people who go on vacations – and it's stressful. And they bust our ass, man. <laughs> yeah. When I went when I went to TwitchCon, that's when I went to go to Ubisoft. We went to TwitchCon. My buddy did videos for um, Rocksmith. That's like I knew Rocksmith was coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the people there knew him because they liked his videos. And he informed them, like, hey, man, we're going to go to TwitchCon. We're going to go there for an extra two days earlier. And we're going to leave, like, the day, the next morning of. Sadly, we, we kind of messed up that plan. We left them the morning after. But um, after, like, watching Skrillex on a huge TwitchCon party thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we were there, and they're like, hey, man, come on by. Uh, we'll treat you guys to lunch. Um, you guys can stream, because they used to stream every Thursdays uh, there on uh, on campus. So in this little small, it was like, a, like watching band practice. <laughs> yeah. For, like, some people, like, who are kind of writing a rock band. It was a small little room, but they had a huge studio production for, like, live streaming. And I saw my friend play live. He, it was amazing because they had just released this new song, which he knew by heart. So he was just playing the the game, and people in the chat were like, "He's not even got the screen for the notes. Like it's amazing." And I'm just there chugging coke and soda because I put in the <laughs> chat like, "Hey man, I'm thirsty." And I was just joking. And then one of the nice dudes leaves and comes back with like eight sodas. <laughs> Yo, I'm just there chugging it, and I had to sign an NDA because they were making South Park. Uh, the, the it, fractured butthole. Oh my gosh! You you got like you were in it. You were in the studio. You weren't just at like the yeah. customer service desk at the front or whatever. Yeah, we do have a, we do have, I think we have a photo of uh, Sam Fisher. I think yeah, yeah, that's Ubisoft, right? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. That, that a gigantic statue there. The, the The building's amazing. It's one. It's a really old school fire uh, fire station. What city was this in that you guys were? Where was TwitchCon that you guys went to? San Francisco. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that building. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That building's unreal. Because it used to be, yeah. well, I don't remember where IGN, uh, IGN's been like all over the place now, but we were at IGN. Yeah, because yeah, we were there, my wife and I were there for Kind of Funny Live too. I think we've been to, I think I've been to San Francisco twice. Yeah, once with my wife. And yeah, we, w- we were at IGN, which was actually really exciting. It was almost better than Kind of Funny Live too in some ways. It was really cool to see. But I think they've actually like moved out of that office now. Like I think because of COVID, and I'm not sure what they're going to be doing next. But San Francisco is a cool city, man. That's a That's a cool town. It is, but also it's very dangerous. So I always tell people who go by there, like, be careful. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this much, Sean. Since it is Pride Month, I'll tell you this. It was extremely fun because um, <laughs> we found out that where our, our hotel was at, literally the next day we we're going to leave was going to be like one gigantic gay parade down the whole entire street. <laughs> so at night, we're seeing all these big chappy dudes with Atlas chaps. And no I'm like, only, only in San Fran. Only in San Fran. That is amazing. <laughs> I would love to see that. But as fun as that story sounds, <laughs> on the way to the Twitch party, which was a long, 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 maybe like 18 blocks, whatever. Yeah. But there's like 10 of us, so it's fine. Right? Yeah. So we're walking, and I hear like an alarm kind of going up. Not a car alarm, but like a, a store alarm. This is like mm. a, maybe like a, a 10 oh, at night, no. 9 at night. And I'm like, someone robbing a store? Like, I'm like, I can't really tell. And then down the, down the street, like, People are just drinking, harding and stuff. And then, okay, we're, we're going down the street and we're going to the corner. 
and I see two hooded figures no. wearing bandanas, wearing dark sunglasses, and I'm like, why did I choose to walk in front of the group? <laughs> I mean, like they won't do anything to me. There's like ten of us, right? They won't do anything to me. But I was looking at them like, doesn't this look suspicious? Mm-hmm. And then I found out, like I told, because I could, their glasses were slightly tilted forward. These were not men. No These were women. I could tell because nobody has beautiful blue eyes like that person. Wow. And I was like, wow. <laughs> like, so I don't know if they were dealing, if they were stealing, or just chilling. <laughs> but I always joke about them. Like, they almost got stabbed in San Fran. <laughs> You're right, though. Like, like, there's, there's some – we the place that we stayed at, it was like um, we're driving through one area. And it's like – I. Kind of hoped that because we didn't know where we were going. We we're just whatever it was, Uber or whatever is driving us down. We're like, I don't know if we've got like another five minutes to go or if it's right around the corner, in which case maybe we change our minds at this point. Yeah, you, you never really know until you're until you're there. But it's a cool place to just like I mean, it's a, it's a hard place to walk around. But if you can manage it, like it's it's pretty cool. Oh, the hills are brutal. Pretty unreal, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to I don't know. I'd like to see more places as much as I'd like to like go back there like to and revisit places I've been to. I'd like to. There's still lots, lots else to see now. Like we just, we had this year, you know, to maybe save up a little money. I don't know if any of us really did. I, I don't think that we did really. It's, uh, it's, can't really it's tell. A, it's a struggle for most people mm-hmm. uh, who are in deep need of money. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, dude, I want to ask you because you're good at Halo. Like, where, how, how are you good at Halo? Why, why are you good, and why does everybody else suck? Because when I was not good at Halo, I got crapped on. And in order to crap on them, I had to play <laughs> and play and play and play. So that way I could earn the tea bag that they so rightfully deserve nice. after all those tears. And like last night, Sean, so I had you guys muted because like, I was on an Xbox party chat. And, but I was yeah. still watching the stream. But I had you guys muted on the stream because so I was, you know, we're playing and having a conversation. Mm-hmm. I, the amount of joy I had watching you react to every single time I killed you <laughs> when I knew it was BS. Like I would see your... It was like the three stages of Halo. Mm-hmm. Like there was, there was the like ah. Then there was one time you had your head down, like the defeat, and then there was the one where you won, <laughs> even though I should have. Yeah. I won like two out of the rounds, but because I had one where I had like only assists and I had hardly any ex- actual score kills, like you ended up winning by one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And like there you are cheering, putting on the video of the guy from bowling. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, like did Sean put this for me? And then I look at the scoreboard. I'm like, Sean won. Mm-hmm. I'm like super surprised. What what era? Like, what where where did you really get? Where did you forge your? Yeah, when did you get going on it? Um, so I played Halo basically from the beginning. I bought my Xbox. Um, I think I was like nine years old. You were um, nine when the Xbox, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was born ninety one, so I'm, okay. I'm thirty years old. Yeah, yeah you know, I mean, yeah. I always, I always think of us as like the same. I mean, third, we're thirties. So how, do, how does I'm that feel? Now you're in your, now you're a thirty year old man. How's how's that? Oh, dude, I've I've felt thirty for the past seven years now. <laughs> seven years. Yeah, I know exactly when it was. <laughs> what, it was twenty three years. It was 23 years old when I first felt it. I'm like, oh, I'm oh, old, no. man. Yeah. Old. <laughs> I still remember like this. We- I don't know. This is such a weird memory to have. But I remember like starting college and talking with some people who were like finishing college. And those people were like 23. And I'm like, oh, 23. That's pretty old. And like, what? A- <laughs> and like, God, Lee, like they. 
23 is just like it's prime days and like it's not not even remotely old but just your sense of it something your sense of the world is a different thing when you're when you're 20 you know and it's it's hard to there's nothing i don't think anybody ever could have said to me at that time and i'm sure there's nothing anybody can say to a 20 year old now it goes like you're still got some like time and some experience to to garner things like that I had to tell that to my little nephew. Um, he's like 21, 20 years old now, I think. Yeah. He was around like 18 years old. And I, I didn't see him for many years and actually regret that immediately. And he actually, I remember he told me that, so I felt even worse. Oh. Uh, so, um, yeah, I didn't really hang out with him when he was younger because it's a huge age gap. And also, I stopped going to a lot of family events, which sadly for him, since he's like a, the only boy around his age, like he kind of grew up with really hanging out with nobody during yeah. these events. Ah. Oh. Uh, so, but he was a smart kid. He won a second place in a Photoshop for Texas and stuff like that. He was class president, all these things. A very, very tall guy, like six foot five, something like that. Very tall boy, the tall, tallest person in our family. Uh, very smart, handsome fucker. And I'm sorry, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't mean I curse, but uh, no. He must be uh, handsome. No, no, he was dashing. <laughs> but uh, so he was talking to me like as if he knew everything in the world, but not in a cocky way. Mm-hmm. It was more like he has to know everything in the world. Right. He's like, right. I'm, he's like I'm 18 now, man. I got, I got to know better. I'm like, dude, you're 18. Like, yeah. This is when you start making mistakes. <laughs> yeah. That's a good right. way to put it, too. Yeah. It seems like that's the like that's the goal. Like get to 18 and like you can do things or whatever it is. I feel like even, is 18 a big deal like where you guys are? Because like it's, it is here because you can do everything. You can drink, you can vote, you can do whatever you want, you can strip clubs, like whatever you want. Like 18 is the age here. Um, but that's not that's not the norm, not even in Canada. Like that's I feel like it's actually only in Alberta where that's the case. And then it's 21 for like the entirety of the U.S. So like who cares about 18? Um, you can drink a younger age if you're with your parents out and about and stuff. Uh, oh, if you're really? at, if you're at a if you're at a like house. Yeah. Or it's being supervised by an adult, you can yeah. drink underage. Interesting. Uh, de- depending on the age. So it's like but, a yeah, it's you, like a learner's permit. Pretty much, right? Learn to drink. You know, yeah. Play all this beer pong. That's how you shoot, son. Oh my god! <laughs> you got to underhand it. <laughs> like oh. But um, no. But uh, when he was like talking like this, I'm like, dude, like, yeah, uh, like, do you know about this? He's like, you know, have you ever cooked? You know, you make, bringing freaking nah, making fried eggs on your stove and stuff. Do you ever just immediately put the pan to, and wash it after it's done? He's like, yeah, sometimes. I'm like, well, you don't. You shouldn't. He's like, why? It's going to warp. Mm. <laughs> and he's like, oh, wow. He's like, yeah. Now, imagine if I didn't tell you that. You would have found out yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably it would have warped and you just would have, I don't know. You probably time. wouldn't have put it together, really. Yeah. Well, and and, I, and uh, it's funny because I told him, like, he's like, will it, will it warp? I'm like, does anybody that you know have that one pan that as soon as you put it, it goes ta 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 ta? It just immediately starts like uneven. Yeah. Like that's because they did that. Mm. And he was like immediately like, oh my God. And then he joked, I'm like, you know, I'm going to tell little Ricky that one day. <laughs> like our, the youngest of the, the children. I'm going to yeah. tell him that one day. I'm like, well, see, there you go. You're always going to learn something. Like you're not going to know everything. You know, it's better if somebody tells you than you finding out for yourself sometimes. Like if you ever if you ever go cross country, never stop at a really abandoned gas station. Always go to the perfectly lit. A lot of people are there no matter how like, you know, how far or how close the next gas station is. Never stop there. Dangerous. You, I mean, you know? that, that almost just seems too cliche for it to really be a danger. Like that's just right, right out of the movies, you know. Yeah, but I've done it before, Sean. You know, I, I've done it. You I mean, got yourself in trouble? 
Yeah, well, that's oh, what I mean. Yeah, it's like it's probably perfect, not. John. It's probably fine. <laughs> no, but I could have though. That's the thing. <laughs> well, it's because I had to. Cr- I had to drive cross country one time when my grandpa like slipped and broke a hip or something like that. I had to drive all the way from South Texas all the way to like um, San Jose, te- uh, California. It was like a, like a three thousand three thousand mile trip. Was, That's three thousand miles. Is it really? Well, it was. It was fifteen hundred back and forth. Like you know, like th- oh 3, yeah, 3, yeah, that makes more sense. I it was, was like, thirty hours. It was thirty hours to get there. Like, I think you took the long way, dude. <laughs> I don't think it's uh, that it, far. It's, it's three hours. It's three hours. It was thirty hours to get there, and thirty hours. It was like made up eighty hours to come back, just because Were I took you that drive yourself? extra slow. Uh, no, it was one of my cousins and my, and my mother. Uh, only because we had just bought a brand new SUV and we rented a van, and I'm like, why are we getting this van? The inside is barely bigger than the SUV we have, and it has no rails on top. Yeah. So. Would like you rather just, it have been by yourself? Like, where did you guys like trade driving or something? I would have never survived. Oh, really? <laughs> not, that, not that long of a trip. No, like I can drive from like here to Austin, like a five-hour trip, or even from here to, to like Houston, an eight-hour trip, and I'd be perfectly fine. Sure. Yeah. But I, but I've been to like Denver and a cross-road trip, and it was with four people. Mm-hmm. We couldn't last more than two hours each for whatever reason. That drive killed us on the way back since we wanted to go home so quickly. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Actually, we almost died. On oh the yeah, way back. when you got back, yeah. We almost died on the way back because we took. A terrible route it was either two hours to get to the highway so that we can drive 20 hours back home mm-hmm. or drive the, or drive south which would only take us two two miles to get there yeah we did not realize that that two mile trip would be right next to the mountain where there's no guardrails and they haven't shaved in the ice oh my god <laughs> and, and we don't the have ice. Any you don't tires. even you don't know how to deal with ice Oh, I do I, i've driven in, i've driven in ice before but i wasn't the one driving so i immediately told my dude whatever you freaking do do not slam the brakes. No, you hear kidding. Me? Like, do not slam those brakes. I do not want to die in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere else would be better. Somewhere else would be satisfactory. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. The, <laughs> the homeless there are pretty, pretty in- interesting. What's that? <laughs> like, the homeless there are pretty interesting. I mean, well, they have a lot of people there really. are homeless because, well, and that's because, like, when the state legalized marijuana, a lot of people went to that state. Tr- oh, start, yeah, man. Hoping to start, you know, the business. Mm-hmm. A lot of them failed. So a lot of people were homeless and even like the city of Denver would pay people to like go back home. Like, hey, mm-hmm. dude, we're going to pay for a bus to get out of here. But I mean, yeah, no, we're walking one down uh, one down the street one time because everything there closed at 7 p.m. for some yeah. odd reason. And I asked, like, hey, why are you guys closing so early? Like, oh, it's Thursday. I'm like, OK, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> but <laughs> but so we're driving right. there and there's one homeless guy that came in. You got a cigarette? I'm like, oh, dude, I, I don't smoke. And he looks at me with like, yeah, sure, dude. Like, just, just don't. No. Like, and I felt like, like, no, dude. Like, like reasoning, like, no, 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 don't hate me. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't smoke. I don't have a cigarette. He's like, fine, bro, get out of here. I feel like not many people. I feel like smoking is going away. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, my little bubble. But I, well, because I think vaping is kind of taking over. In general, like it's either you vape or and or smoke the Mary Jane. That's kind of, I, I don't know that like not a lot of people I like smoking the Mary Jane's way more um, ex- not acceptable, but like a way more common thing now. I think so, too. Yeah. Like, I just don't know if like I don't know. I guess I'll I should probably find this out. Like what like I feel like like the kids like in high school and whatever, like they just don't think that smoking cigarettes is cool. Like, I don't think that's a thing. Everyone in the chat, type if hey, let us know if you smoke the Mary Jane. In the chat, this is where I tell Tim yeah. it's like yeah, everyone in the five comments. days from now. <laughs> the chat, everyone five in the comments section. Now. Yes, no. Um, okay, let's take it back to the whole uh, wine and travel thing because I, I know I. Well, we go back to Halo as well, but yeah, no. Um, <laughs> you that, take over that will the show, go dude. Toward, that will go towards that will go towards 
the traveling. I, I promise, John, this will lead it to there. I love extravagant stories and then leading off to a point. I can and then, tell. <laughs> yeah. So I started off Halo when I was like nine, ten years old. Mm-hmm. Came out in 2001. So I was like maybe ten years old. And by the way, I, I worked since I was like, like seven years old, so that's why I had money. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I bought the console only because my one of our friends had Halo, and I tried it out, and I loved it. I played the campaign. Uh, I never really beat Halo One. It wasn't until Halo Two came out, like years later, mm-hmm. where I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna own Halo because I I want it. You know, I had a couple of games for Xbox, but I was mostly PS2, GameCube. I had everything because that's what I wanted, so I bought it. Yeah. Well, the PS2 was a gift. That's different. <laughs> but um. When Halo 2 came out, I bought the Legendary Edition with a came with a steel case, which I still have, but then yes. it got ruined with a the the ceiling flooded and they landed right on the case, so now it's all rotted and my slushy from 7 is completely gone. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, <laughs> that was the other loss <laughs> in the flesh. I have the same case and it dents really, really easily. And yeah, it's very easy. Can... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I probably I sh- I feel like I'm gonna make it worse though. But you're right. Like you you, you could just like push them back out, but yeah, yeah mine, was, mine definitely has like two very noticeable spots. Yeah, it's like aluminum, I think. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like a little ding, and then yeah. one's like a little push inside. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I love that one. I never played online on Xbox Live for the original Xbox because I didn't have the internet to play it, and also you needed a credit card back then, which yeah. I did not. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't until the 360 came out, and I had to buy the the two hundred dollar version, the one that didn't have an S. Uh, SSD. <laughs> yeah, have the arcade. Did yeah. they call it arcade? I think it was called it was the, the arcade the X- edition. Yeah, 360 arcade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The disc tray was not a little crappy little uh, aluminum, like steel, shining thing. It was just like all the came, same. Did color. it come with a memory stick? Like, is that all it came like with a four Years later, megabyte? Yeah. yeah, holy crap. Yeah, just for save it came files. with one, and then it came with a built-in, which I yeah. did not know when I bought it in time for a friend. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no. Later on, I bought the hard drive, but uh, that's when I started playing online. Mm-hmm. And that's when I quickly found out. I'm like, okay, all these uh, hours and days and years of <laughs> campaign on Legendary did not mean for anything. Yeah, right. Especially, yeah, especially when the 360 was coming out. I did go into some, to some tournaments, and there's when you quickly found out, like, yeah, other people are way better. Mm-hmm. Especially when they're throwing grenades in the sky and then shooting them with a sniper rifle. Oh like, my yeah. gosh! That's when you knew. I'm like, mm, yeah, this is this is gonna go badly. Why would you but, even need to do that if you could just if you could pull that off? Like, because you have to kill like multiple people at the same time. Because like, if you're precision. if you're just looking for a one shot, just get the guy in the head. Uh, it would it would help with just like precision. Like we we didn't have like what we have now. Where if you want to go to like a website, it helps you with your aim on your mouse. Like with a with a little or games, where you can like move your mouse, kind of like Hyperdot too. Like you can kind of move your mouse or like move your thumbstick so that way, like if you want to try and do maneuvers. Yeah, like looking that helps with your aim, or at least it feels like it can. It, it helps you warm up. And was it always Halo? Was that always the, the go-to game, or is that just like what we're playing now? Or like, was there oh, other Fusion Frenzy? Fusion Frenzy, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Fusion Frenzy, Mario Party, yeah, any wrestling game, anything. Yeah. And I know we 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 drifted off away from from wrestling as well. I'm sorry about that, but yeah, uh, I'll. Th- so I was playing mostly wrestling games. Before Halo, mm-hmm. always in SmackDown versus Raw, whatever. It's like Sound Seven, Seven, Eight. I, yeah. I would go rent those all the time, and then I would buy them eventually. But when the 360 came out, that's when Call of Duty Two uh, came out. Oh um, my gosh! Yeah, Fight Night Round Three came out. Oh my gosh! War. Fight Night, yes. Oh my gosh! Yes. This is why the 360 was so good. Was although Fight Night was on PlayStation, I don't know why. Like I, I played all those on 360, so they're like intertwined in my in my mind. But yeah, yeah but the what PS3 a good time. came out a whole year later. 
I guess, yeah, those games would have been... So that would have been in the first year, Fight Night, round three. The, the first year, it was Oblivion, Call of Duty 2, and uh, Fight Night, round three. I remember those. There was, I, there was another one, uh, Cameo, or something like that. I never played yeah, those never games. never played Cameo, yeah. Never, never, oh, I played like, like 30 minutes once, Game Pass. You know, it's on, um, you know, yeah, well, it's on uh, Rare Replay, yeah. Yeah, So and that one too. And... Um, but uh, yeah, uh, before Halo Three came out, I don't know if Gears of War was around that time. I'm not too sure. But uh, dude, imagine having to remember so many button layouts, mm-hmm. like because they're all different. Call of Duty was different. There was no sprint back then, obviously. But the whole reloading thing, throwing grenades, so many different games from Call of Duty to Fight Night to Gears of War to Halo Three, yeah, all that stuff. And I was amazing at all of them. To to toot my horn, I was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> but I wasn't the best. That, so that 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 was what killed me, knowing that I could lose to other people. <laughs> but, do you um, think is it? Do you think like somebody could, like okay? I'll actually, I was gonna ask somebody else, but I'll go this way instead. Like, what do you like? Do you have high hopes for Infinite? Then, like, like it seems like maybe Halo might be coming, maybe making a comeback. Like, do you have high hopes for this fall? I have been waiting for this since they announced that one teaser trailer with was cheap with his helmet on his lap when the Marines oh, called yeah. him with that thing. I've been waiting for this game ever since then. Yeah, Th- that I got every year. Would it come on? Please show something. Mm-hmm. Mostly for the story because I had no idea what went on in Halo Five. I only played it once in the campaign, and now people have actually described to me what happened. I'm like, wait, that's what happened? <laughs> that's what she was gonna do? Like, I can't even I can't even begin with you how much of disappointment it was the Halo Five campaign because of the whole marketing telling us oh we're gonna hunt the chief and all that type of stuff and then my friend defended it like well do they have to get Jason left they can't have Master Chief forever dude the the majority has spoken <laughs> like, mm-hmm. we do not like we do not like Locke I'm sorry even though he was kind of cool and um, there's hints that he probably died off screen. On no way they can't image. they can't do it they can't do that off there, screen there is there is a big badass brute that has his uh chest piece and i think armor on his shoulder and like his chest like he's wearing Locke's armor oh my god and, and around his neck i forgot about that they did show us that big brute. like wasn't it the it's the guys it's the big the, the dude from uh halo not, wars not halo War 2 is, no yeah that's, that's, that's atrix it's, it's not him though this is somebody else who that will be in the, in the halo uh, infinite game because they, they made a toy out of him and we know this because last year we saw that toy. So we're like, okay, this is the model from the game. Right, obviously. yeah. Remember when all the marketing just kind of hit? Like there was stuff at like, I don't know if you guys have 7-Elevens. Like there's all this all this I merch. So it's like Doritos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. and Halo I, was everywhere. And then it's just going to like, I guess, kind of come back. If I had back. known you back then, Sean, I would have told you, dude, go and get me those Halo cups. Those four Halo cups. I don't care how much they cost the ship. I would have asked you because I asked another friend who lives in Canada. He didn't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like if there was Doom things here in America, I would have sent it to you. We get good cups here, man. We got I got a, like a full set of um, Link's Awakening. They did a whole thing there. They, we got great cups there. And Tony Baker rounded up like, like $400 <laughs> worth of those cups at one point. <laughs> we did, we've got those Halo cups upstairs as well. Yeah, man. We, uh, we round those up every time you know they're special my friend they'll come back i should have gotten those for him no they'll be back like that was just kind of like whatever i don't know i'd love to like understand why they couldn't just hold on to that you know that it's just that it actually makes somehow it makes more sense to just ship it all out there have people buy Mm -hmm. and like go like i don't understand why this is here but all right as far as the company wise them not doing it like i said they're not spending the whole entire time probably because they didn't want to they didn't want to eat a bullet they didn't want to like, have all this production and then just have it stored for a whole year 
or I maybe guess. even more. That's really it. Is that's I think it is as simple as that. What it takes yeah. to store. I get, and you know what to think about like supplying North America really is probably what it is. Yeah, because it was only Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That? that's true. That's true. It was, it was just Canada. us. I mean, that's still a lot, though. Like, that's still like, I don't know that that's anybody can really imagine what what quantity of stock even looks like. You know, how much space it takes to just have something sit somewhere. Yeah, I'm glad we talked this out because it's probably I'd love to see it. You know, it probably looks like the, the Indiana Jones, like the the warehouse at the end. Where that's what I always think of boxes the and boxes. <laughs> I always think of that. Yeah, just um, forever. But uh, yeah, so when Halo Five came out, I remember I was I played it immediately, like. Well, okay. So here, check this out. Halo MCC came out the year right before Halo 5. All right. Halo 4 was probably my least played Halo since I started like playing Halo 2. Oh, I got to play it. Um, again. The I campaign the campaign was amazing. That's what uh, I want to do. I want to I, I, I want to get like through the games again. I think this dude between that and even like I kind of want to do this with Metroid even though I'm I'm still pretty soft on the way Metroid looks. Like I want to <laughs> go back and there's there's no chance. There's absolutely like, basically last week was the end of any like backlog catching up because it's all over now, man. I was actually playing Halo One campaign earlier today with a friend because he's like, "Dude, I got it on Steam. We got to play." I'm like, "Do you all still right. like it?" I don't think that the Halo One campaign holds up at all. Like, I that's where I do play a game. Like, I'd rather and like story maybe aside, I think Halo Five gameplay campaign is like better than Halo One, man. I think that yeah. I, I do. So for anybody out there, Ains maybe. I fucking hated Halo One campaign. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, it's like well, especially only, now. It is old. It is old. It is yeah. old. It is mm-hmm. old. No matter with the anniversary, like it just feels so old. When you yeah. throw those grenades, it's super slow. They, yeah. The plasma grenades take forever to explode. Yeah, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like it's like one of those things that like, you can like, you hate the game because of what it is, but you just love it because for like the lore, the story, and this is what started it all type of thing. But it's still a fun game. I still enjoy playing it. I just would rather prefer to play the other campaigns because everyone's still like, oh, Halo 2 is so great. Like, So here's a, here's a thing. <laughs> so again, I'm going to backtrack to all the other Halos. I finished Halo 2, and when that cliffhanger happened, I'm like, oh, now I'm excited for Halo 3. But I also didn't like Halo 2 campaign because I hated switching back and forth between the Elite uh, Arbiter. I remember people saying that. I remember like that being such a huge deal. And now, you know, years removed, people have a lot of fondness for Halo 2. I'm like, dude, like I wasn't really all that dialed into the community or anything, but I do remember that being a major point. Yeah, dude. No. So even though I don't like the campaign, I'll still play it, but I will. I love the fact that they have only the message, the only Master Chief's missions that you can choose from in MCC. Like, if you want to do a playlist, it's like, oh, here's only Master Chief's Oh, that is cool. Missions. Yeah. I'm like, yes, like, this is how I should play Halo. Yeah. <laughs> At least for Halo 2. Uh, Halo 3 came out. Good campaign. Again, I hope that people can actually go play ODST or Halo 4. Those are campaigns. Mm-hmm. Even though ODST is going to be a very short game, like, the music, the loneliness that you feel, sure, you're not Master Chief, but Jesus, that's one of the that's a great game, music, the feel, everything. It's spectacular. And it's a very short game, so you can play it like in one go. Um, yeah, if you know what you're doing type of thing. Yeah. And then Halo 4, I I didn't really care for Halo 4 until the flight came out for PC. I got invited because I was on the Insider Program thing. Mm. And I'm like, all right, let me test it out. And at that time, they only had like about six missions out of the whole entire game. You can only play like six missions. So I played like the 
it was basically half of the first one, then they kind of cut corners here and there. So you never yeah. really finished the campaign in there. But I'm playing it on like 120 frames, like ultra wide on my PC. And like I was like, my eyes were glowing. I'm like, holy crap, this game looks it's it amazing. It looks this, so good. It was the best 360 game that came out at the time. It was one of the last ones too, but mm-hmm. it, was the, it was the prettiest. It was the prettiest game in the, on the 360, I believe so. Maybe maybe uh, it's about time for like I don't know if they need like a, a remaster or something of that game, but like I feel like it seems like this happens quite often. I I, I feel like with um, Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker is a classic example of one that people were just real pissy with, and then as time went on, it's like ah, oh, that's actually maybe good. And I think maybe Halo Four might be there as well. I think maybe it's it's time where people come to realize that that is legitimately like a good campaign. Yeah, my friend today also as well brought it up. He's like, dude, didn't they make an anniversary edition of Halo 3? I'm like, well, they're yeah, four they years it. out. Yeah. <laughs> they missed it four years ago, so I doubt it. And I told him, mm-hmm. like, dude, like, the, the update they did for Halo 3, when the 60 frames, the extremely nice HD, like, that's an upgrade. Yeah, Sure, if you play the campaign, you see the, pe- the people's faces, which, by the way, every person out there who made fun of Craig the Brute, like, oh, look at this <laughs> ugly photo, and they got a photo from Halo 3, like, look how great Halo 3 looks. Like, yeah, you're showing the main character, Master Chief, <laughs> not the NPC, not the characters. You're not showing keys. You're not showing <laughs> Sergeant mm. Johnson. If you saw those faces, you'd be scared. <laughs> you're yeah. like, this is what happened in 2007? Like, so all you guys, shame on you. <laughs> well, I, I would, and I usually am right with you, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, maybe I'm... Things have turned out okay for for Xbox, uh, for for the Xbox. I think things have, are all right. It's not like delaying uh, Halo like bankrupted them or anything. They've had a lot of great things to talk about ever since. And now we're coming up on it. It's, it seems like just forever since they delayed it. But it does seem like maybe that was like the absolute best thing they could have done. You know, maybe people were onto something with that with that Craig the Brute. Which, by the way, like who's who's combing through those trailers <laughs> or those videos like that? Just like because you're you have to be looking people for it out. right people well, see, yeah. here's, a, here's a thing i showed it to my friend the collector right yeah i showed i showed he saw the new video he's like oh that looks good and he's like, oh, he's like wait a minute i thought people hated that trailer I was like no dude, that was last year he's like well what was wrong with it like oh let me show you so he's watching it yeah he's like dude, he's like, dude what, what are people talking about like that looks really good mm-hmm. and i said like, yes that's exactly what i thought yeah and then i'm like then i showed him the picture like hold on dude like remember that one scene when he punched that guy like this is that that's he's so like, funny. He's like, he's like, he was like, he was confused. I'm like, what? Like, what? 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 He's like, yeah, that's what it was. And I'll never forget since, it, man. Since they did delay it, people were like, "This is Microsoft's 500 million dollar game. They're mm-hmm. delaying it, and it looks like this." I'm like, Halo never looked like facial recognition beautiful. Like, you can go to Halo Three and go to theater mode, and you can do a badass like shot, and like he's like jumping whatever, and it would just look glisteningly good. Halo 4 the same way. All the Halos, as far as the Spartans look, will look really good after 3. <laughs> and, I just don't um, think it was ever really meant to, like, screenshot all that well. Like, Halo is just meant to be, like, it's meant to be fluid. It's meant to be played, and, like, you see how smooth it is, and it's the gameplay loop and all that kind of stuff. Although, with that, even with that said, the first time I did see a Halo screenshot was actually in a PC Gamer magazine, like, way, way back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, and then eventually went over to, to Xbox. But yeah, I remember that being like, holy crap, like just very colorful as well. Cause you have to remember like in the nineties, we were playing games like, uh, like even like Duke Nukem or Quake or anything like all the Browns, you know, people would mm. often talk about like the color palettes that we were at. So for the most part, it wasn't even that it was like Halo was ever really going for, I don't think, um, like photorealism. It was just the colors 
and the lighting on it was just so crazy. That was the thing that really blew me away when I first saw it. Halo is such a pretty game overall, no matter what, like, generation. Like yeah, you, like, you can't yeah. compare. That's, I guess, the point is, like, you can't really compare, like, should this look, you know, like Halo 3? Like, probably not. Mm-hmm. But Halo 3 and Halo 1 and every, like, I feel like at its point in time when these games released, like, they were a showcase. They're like, wow, I can't believe, like, I'm playing this is that experience that you had. And that's been harder and harder, I think, for games to hit. Like, that that feeling people get of, I can't believe this is a real game that I'm playing, is harder and harder to hit every generation. That's really what people mean when they yeah. say, when they refer to that sort of thing. So, I can't speak for all Halo gamers out there, Halo lovers, but, but like, what I've always known is when we say, all oh, that game looks great, we don't mean graphically. We mean what you can do in the game the feel of the game like mm. when we saw that trailer from last year and we saw like how it was to like, drive the warthog how it was to shoot the he- hearing the bullets things like that that felt like halo but we described it as like oh that looks amazing because that is what halo was that was a familiar feeling we we want to go into a new territory but still feel the same way yeah that's why halo 5 was a little bit different with the thruster packs and then arena gameplay it was different I know, a lot of, I know a lot of people don't like Halo 5, even the multiplayer type of thing. I love it. It mm. was amazing. I played so many hours of Warzone uh, and to Warzone Turbo and stuff. Uh, it's fun. Even with the microtransactions, yeah. you could have played all those games and not have to, pay, have to spend one single dollar. That's yeah. those were options. But they, yeah, they, they basically made you feel like you need to. Because when you play Warzone, in order to use some recs, like, to like oh, here's a, uh, a sh- overshield or whatever, you have to like get lucky in those packs so sometimes you want to spend like five, five extra bucks and hopefully you get some so that we can take oh, an advantage man. yeah i didn't but, i definitely didn't get that deep into into it i just like whatever i could whatever i collected sometimes i would even forget to use them to be honest <laughs> like i just had all these collected cards or whatever they were yeah. and i just didn't even use yeah. any of them so i so i fell in love again with multiplayer and halo 5 uh, halo 4 i fell out of love it because uh, we haven't played this version of it but um they what they tried doing was they tried giving it kill streaks where oh, every yeah. couple of kills you would get like you can just drop down like oh here's an overshield or here's a rock here's a sniper like instead of waiting for it to pop up on the map mm-hmm. you can just make it come to you and that's a huge advantage like to the player especially if they're a really good player yeah, but even those things don't really seem like as game changing as what they are in Call of Duty, right? Like it seems like they're trying to do oh, what yeah. Call of Duty does. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean um, that's that seems to be like the the extremity of of Halo multiplayer to me is just like the silly modes that people come up with. Like that doesn't really mm-hmm. exist too much in, in in is like that's that's where that's what like old school PC gaming really was, like mods. You know, that's all that really is. Seems like oh, a man. like a big old mod. When I first found out about mods, it was on the other end. So I was playing Halo 3 or Halo 2. I'm not even yeah. sure. I was playing Halo 2 online. Because I, I did play Halo 2 online a lot, but on the 360. Yeah. Waiting for it, to, waiting for Halo 3 to come up. So we're on Beaver Creek. It's 4 on 4. I'm, on, I'm spawning on top of the base on Red Base in Beaver Creek, the game, the map that we always play. Mm-hmm. I'm spawning in midair, Sean. There's a tank in that map, and I'm being blasted. <laughs> <laughs> There's rockets flying everywhere. Yeah, like and 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 within like um within a minute the score was like thirty six to zero, <laughs> like like we were just that was literally the definition of being a fish in a barrel type of thing. Yeah, and I'm like that's not fun. That's... <laughs> and then also again like Call of Duty Marvel for two we saw mods here and there too with yeah. the infinite nukes, 
things like that. That's but, the thing. Uh, like, I feel like, you know, it's, it's like cheat code. Sometimes it can be kind of like maybe fun for a, like, for a, like a flicker of a second. And that's kind of well, it. Speaking like, oh, I can't of believe flicker. we did that. <laughs> speaking of flicker, all those people were lag switching back in the day. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that term, Sean? Have you ever heard of that? I feel like I've heard it. I thought you were going to talk about flicker, like the photo sharing, uh, no. social media from Yahoo. So, when I mean a flicker, I mean like literally a flip of a switch, like flick. Yeah. So people would connect one end of an Ethernet cable to another end of the Ethernet cable and connect it to a switch like if it was for your light. Yeah. When you're playing in a game, you flip the switch and then you flip it back. What that does is causes your character to lag. So it basically pauses the game for like a quick second. For you, you're not. But for the other person, like all they see is you. And the next second, you're like, wait, you're behind me now? And then power. Oh, my God. Lag switching. This is, a th- I think it was on um, Iron Lord's podcast this weekend. They had, I don't know if you listened to it or not. Um, I, I did. They had the guy from, who's working on Halo right now. And they they were asking him, like, they had a brief question come in. Like, what do you guys can do about cheaters? And he's like, well, I can't really tell you. That's my biggest concern. Exactly what you can do about cheaters. Well, that's, that's why I bring it up. Because I know, like, it's not even anything that I, like, consider myself with at, at all. I just don't seem to even know if I'm, if somebody's cheating, I just assume that people are always better than me. So that's kind of the my space, but Cato is the same with animal crossing. And there's like, there's this, there's a whole other like dark side of the internet, you know, that, mm-hmm. that you guys seem to know a lot about that. Like cheating is a thing. And it's like, it's, it's rampant in these games. So, so this wasn't cheating. This was just how, this is just how bad call of duty was. I want to bring it to call of duty real quick. I want, actually, I'm going to bring up a bunch of games that were terrible at launch, but somehow survived. So I, I'll still give Cyberpunk a, a try in, in maybe another year. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, but uh, Call of Duty 2, speaking of responding with locker launchers, there was this glitch where if you had a javelin, this a javelin, I don't know if you ever played Call of Duty, but mm-hmm. like it would shoot it would shoot the rocket up and then it would go up in the air and then it would land, right? So when the game first came out, you could run, you could run around with that, and if they killed you, you instantly exploded. That was like a, a, a nuclear version of modern. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and that was like that for two months. Why would they like that was just part of the game? I don't remember that at all. Like that was just the way it, that it, it was it, it, or it that was, was a very, cheat? it was a very brief moment. Like, again, this is like 13 years ago. So people don't remember it. But that's yeah. what, that's how that, that was the bad side of Call of Duty 2. And yet people still ate it up. People yeah. would run around in a game and they would, if people were hiding in a room. Somebody would just run in there, and as soon as they got shot, the javelin would explode. You wouldn't even need to shoot it. It would just explode. Oh, my gosh. There was that. There was other reasons. You know, also people who would also um, – they would go into uh, either a team versus team or mm-hmm. uh, a color rumble pit, but like basically free-for-all. Yeah. Where they would go with a friend, and they would give each other free kills because there was this thing called tactical incision where you could spawn exactly where you wanted to. So one person would just pop one. And then your th- their friend would kill them. Then they yes. spawn and they would pop and then free nuke mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, it ruined them for everybody. That's hilarious because uh, my uh, my good friend neighbor Matt I'll bring up every once in a while. He used that all the time, and it's like you kind of had to. You couldn't just you couldn't be a dum dum with it. Like you kind of mm-hmm. had to know what you were doing a little bit. Although like if you did, then you had you're right. Like he gave you a pretty significant advantage. But if you gave that, like I tried that every once in a while. I'm like I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm supposed it, to go. If you did it tactically. Yeah, like especially right, if you're of playing. Course, uh, of course. What, what was that one where like, like you have like three hills or like three corners? Uh, d- d- uh, domination. Yeah, yeah. If you would put them near B when they're overtaking you, you just immediately spawn like throw a grenade inside there. Like it was again, like it was annoying, 
but it was so useful because you are literally playing the objective. No matter mm-hmm. how annoying it is to their team, like you are doing what you need to do to win. Right. It's an extremely sweaty thing, but it is, it is what it is. It's when you abuse those things, like the one-man army noob tubes. If somebody mm-hmm. could just be hiding in one, t- one side of the map, shoot a noob tube or two, and then like you do a little perk where they just like reload a new class and they would do it over and over and over. Well, but, that's the thing. I feel like, yeah, sure, you might be able to have some sort of like tactical advantage over people, but then like, are you really having fun doing that? Like, number one, you're probably ruining the game for others, so like that kind of sucks. You should know that you're doing that and maybe stop it. But also, like, is it actually like enjoyable to play that way? Like, what are you even getting out of it? I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. Depending on the person, Sean. Yeah. yeah, I know some sickos out there. Yeah, they I love guess it. So. I guess so. <laughs> like they love they love to troll. They love to do that type of mm-hmm. stuff. But back to the games coming out like broken. Again, Halo MCC came out. Oh, okay. Everyone's excited for Halo right now, right? And they always, I always hear from them like, oh, if Bungie could just take over, like, oh, if they if they buy Bungie, they'll have Destiny. They could, they could help out with that because Destiny really needs help. <laughs> and like, oh, they could also help out with Halo. I'm like, I don't want Dude, Bungie. Dude, I can't even. I can't Halo. keep track with the Destiny garbage. Like, I'm kind of, I've, I've almost mm-hmm. had it. You know, like you, you uh, we love Destiny, we hate Destiny, like, and it's kind like that kind of for somebody who's not in on it. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know if like you're. I think you're more in into the, the yeah. community more. Well, you're definitely more in than I am. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't. Do you get like exhausted? by the back and like we love it we hate it we love it, we hate it like that sounds terrible to me so i know why they hate it and that's because they truly love it that's well why. sure but like mm. i don't know it's just it sounds no, no, i'm a no, grown man man there's too much drama with these games man i can't it, deal with I, I wouldn't it. really call it drama it is it's it's definitely okay. drama like when you're i don't know maybe because you're in it you know it's it well maybe i won't call it exactly drama it looks feels tastes and sounds like drama so if i ever go on twitter and i ever see like oh here's xbox here's playstation here's destiny here's halo yeah yeah i see i see a lot of love for halo now right before Mm -hmm. when it was coming up it'd be a lot of like they need to do this they need to do that like oh sprinting sucks like oh this which better i would see a lot of that so it's a lot of conflict and things xbox i mean right now it's about game pass game pass game pass and you know like oh (laughs) so so much better better than playstation and then playstation is like oh ratchet and clank ratchet and clank screw xbox ratchet and clank lane pass all that type of stuff so a lot of trash in there yeah but But it's all like xbox versus playstation like playstation and nintendo like but like destiny is like destiny versus destiny like we gotta stop this destiny on destiny that's where i was gonna go with so when you see destiny most of the stuff that's being highlighted is a lot of cool stuff. Like, oh, look what I drew. And it's a right. badass drawing of a, of a guardian. And it's all that type of stuff. Now, where it comes to where they hate it is there has not been one multiplayer map in that game in the last 600 days, John. 600 <laughs> like not, days? 600 days. They have not put a new multiplayer map in that game. Oh, wow. And that does seem like a mistake. <laughs> I don't so, know much so about making so games. So that's that one. Like Again, you just completely neglected an entire half of the fan base right there yeah. by not adding more things and then since uh beyond light the latest expansion that came out in december or november on that time which was also delayed a couple of months because of the pandemic which is understandable uh they created a new subclass which was very nice and cool that completely destroyed anybody ever playing the a multiplayer mm-hmm. sean imagine if we're playing halo and i shot you with a gun that froze you for three seconds and then I threw a grenade that also froze you for another three seconds as soon as you came out of that frozen thing. Yeah. And then I shot yeah. you with a rocket launcher, which is eating up your health, but you're still frozen for those three seconds. So like, so this isn't an imagination. These are real things that are happening are in Destiny. That are happening. And what you're saying is that maybe the some of the anger is maybe justified a little bit. 
Yeah. Oh no, the the anger is completely justified. <laughs> I just feel I feel extremely bad for the developers because yeah. there's there's so there's no many things they can they want to do or need to do, but they have no time to do it and no yeah. no help to do it. What do you they mean? make one thing. Uh, well, back when they were back when they were with Activision, they had help from other developers, other companies that were helping out with their expansions and also their little things here and there. Once sure. they became independent, now they're just there on their own. I mean, they kind of chose that path on their own, though, right? Like, the, and that's why some people are like, "This is your just desserts," <laughs> you know. In a way, in a way, it was good because you are you are independent, but yeah. like, you chose to go this way, and it's it's a sad thing to see. Like, I don't I don't hate Bungie. Yeah. I just feel it's boring. <laughs> that yeah. Now, but um, that's why it's funny because like people people love Bungie, people love them to the day they die. Sometimes uh, mm-hmm. just because of Halo, just because of Destiny. Because oh yeah, nostalgia is a powerful a, drug, man. It's not even, not even just nostalgia. Like when you go to Destiny, people have been playing this game for seven years now. <laughs> it's almost like <laughs> nostalgia is coming in on that. Like yeah. oh, remember the good old days of D one? What was the first raid called on on Destiny? It was the Vault of Glass, Vault of which Glass. they brought back. See, yeah, then they yeah. bring it so, back. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like that, that nostalgia is a play. On Destiny already. So, Seven oh yeah, years. No, definitely trying to capture on that, uh, mm-hmm. and it and it is a good raid. It, it honestly is. It's just their mistake is the only way to get new loot. Well, not the only way, but the only raid to get new loot is that raid. So what happens yeah. is people start farming it, and they start doing it more and more. Then you get tired of it. Then you cycle it. Then you're like, hey, the other raids that we have, we need to make a make a. Back in Destiny One, they had this thing called weekly raids. Yeah. Where you would like, hey, this raid's going to give you more stuff. Now, okay, next week's this one. So that way it's a little bit more. Th- I, I understand because this raid just came out like six weeks ago. Yeah. But uh, eventually they have to do that thing. I just don't know when they'd plan on doing it, but they have to. But speaking of nostalgia, people always think that Bungie was the best developer for Halo. I complete. I can call that call BS on that. Wow. <laughs> because, Sean, the, the number one thing they did, which was super great but also super terrible, was they created Forge World. Yeah, for for Halo Reach. If anyone remembers Halo Reach, it was not great in the beginning. <laughs> like if, if any any true person who played Halo Reach will tell you, like the very beginning of Halo Reach, nobody really truly liked it because uh-huh. it was so different. I remember that with the, with the bloom shooting, mm-hmm. with the sprinting, the armor lock. Armor lock they had to nerf it eventually because you would just never stop getting out of armor lock, which was mm-hmm. still fun, you know. But um, the maps and multiplayer, they were all user created. Yeah. You would see nothing but gray and blue because that was Forge World, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Dude, where's the where's the content?" Now we found, later found out it's because yeah, because they're leaving Halo, they're gonna make Destiny four years from now. Yeah, but you know, it, by the time they actually fixed Halo, well, I don't even say fixed. By the time they submitted to the <laughs> the the fans' demands, like, "Hey, take away Bloom, uh, make all these little changes here and there," it was already the last year of Halo, mm-hmm. and then Halo Four came out, and then everyone's complaint was, "Why is this Call of Duty?" like why does it feel like call of duty yeah uh this is why i just want to like enjoy the games you know what i mean like i and that's why i kind of just like i'm glad that i was on the outs i didn't i didn't know all the reasons that people didn't like halo 5 when i played it because i just liked it you know like there's something to be said about like just playing game kind of like in your own little bubble if you if you want to enjoy because i feel like sometimes things can be ruined for you if you're if you're if you're kind of like maybe can be persuaded by a loud mob on the internet that could be that could be a thing and i do see that with like people like troll brooks playing Mar- uh, mario golf and i feel bad because i'm out here going like i don't think this one is as good as the three, <laughs> 3ds one and he's like i just want to enjoy it you know what i mean like that yeah. that's i think that's a lot of people they just want to enjoy the games so halo reach was enjoyable there was issues here and there yeah. uh just connecting with it because in the campaign um 
you were able to customize your own Spartan, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and the, and the cutscenes when you made those changes, you saw those changes in the cutscenes. You could mm-hmm. play four players with your friends, and when the cutscene goes on, you see your individual Spartan, not your friend Spartan. You don't see him in the yeah. background; you see yourself. And it was a great story. I mean, it was so great that they decided to rip it off for <laughs> Rogue One in Star Wars. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yes, such a great story. Tremendous. When um, Wendy, I'm going to have you uh, as we as we start to wrap things up here. I'm going to have you predict. Mm-hmm. Um, when do you think we, we see a multiplayer beta for for Halo Infinite? Mid July. You think it's going to be that soon? We're only a couple weeks out from that, dude. Don't get my hype. Why? Okay. Okay. Tell me more. Why do you think that? Because they need to fix all the bugs that comes with the multiplayer. Sure. Yeah. Everyone always like, oh, it's going to be delayed. Oh, it's going to come out into September. I'm like, guys, they need to do the beta first because you got to realize it's Halo. It's not just PC and Xbox. It's Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X. Isn't that One crazy, X. dude? It's the it's Series X, Series S, and then the Phones. PC. <laughs> these, yeah, even cloud if they want to. Mm-hmm. I doubt it though. But like it's all these company, it's all these consoles playing together, and there's this gonna be some bugs, yeah. which one console might experience. Oh, and these might be big bugs, might be small bugs. They might get feedback like, hey, the UI sucks. I don't like the way it looks like on the magazine or whatever. Because mm-hmm. Halo Three beta looked a lot different from what the final game. Halo Reach beta looked a lot different from what the game came out. Halo Five definitely looked a lot prettier before, yeah. <laughs> before the game came out. So there's a lot of things they need to change and fix up. So as soon as they come out with that beta. And I think it will be like maybe just one week. It would not be a two week thing. It would just be one week, play oh, it, enjoy it. That's oh it. my gosh! Oh man, it's not, I, can't, it's not I enough, cannot but... wait. I cannot wait. When do you think? Because um, they said holiday, but they're not giving us a date. Like, when do you have a prediction on? Do you think it'll be like pretty traditional, like November timeline for them, or what are you thinking? I want it to be November. Yeah, I want it to be November. That's Forza time, it, 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 though, it, man. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's completely two different demographics. Um, December would be fine. It's great. I don't care if it's on the exact date of the anniversary. Halo anniversary was not the same exact date. Neither was Halo MCC was on the exact date. It wasn't the same thing. So to me, that doesn't matter. But you think uh, November, December, basically? Like, you don't think any sooner it, it than November? It has to be two months. It would never, and not be October. It would not be wow. October. Wow. It, it, it has to be either November towards the, either November... Either November 25th or 27th, which I don't know, whichever Tuesday that falls in, or December. It has to be one of those days. I'm writing and, this uh, down. You get a, you get every guest gets a page in my notebook. Just so that, I don't know if anybody really realized that. Everybody, every guest who's been on the show gets a gets a page. You get mm-hmm. a page, and I've jotted down your predictions here. I've also jotted down Mexican Super Mario Brothers that I've got to find. <laughs> I've absolutely got to find that. I can't believe that I didn't ask you about um, Mexican yeah. soap operas because that's a whole other thing that we could maybe explore. Oh, the, those are. <laughs> Those are amazing, man. They're like, a gift you, to humanity. If, if you know, yeah, if you know, well, not, not even the story, but if you know how hard those actors have to work because, like, those come up every day. Oh, they, I mean, that's soap operas, but yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's, no, but like, the, the way they work, I mean, I know all soap operas work this way, but like, sometimes they're reading lines as they're being fed to them. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the director will be that. like, hey, you're saying this. Mm-hmm. They'll be saying it to the actor, and they're repeating it immediately after they're hearing it. Yeah, like like some kind of like speech t- uh, to text it's, thing. It's golden. We uh, uh, we spent we, we a friend of mine um, got married in Mexico, and we definitely spent maybe one afternoon. We put it was raining all day, so we were kind of trapped inside a little bit. But we were definitely watching some. I don't know what was happening. We're watching some uh, Mexican soap operas. It was a good time had by all. Drinking some uh, Tecata, I think was the beer that we were drinking. Tecate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I said. I said it right. I yeah. said it all terrible in English. Oh, it, uh, it, that is definitely one of the signature beers, Mexico. Yeah. I think Mexico, it's, yeah. Next, I don't, I don't even know Coronas. 
a Mexican beer or not. I mean, technically it is, even though it's whatever. An but American creation that, yeah. like, yeah, totally this is from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Tecate is, like, I don't think they've even changed the, the can since I've been a young kid. <laughs> yeah, the why would they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a signature look. It's a staple. Uh, Daniel, thanks for carving out time tonight, man. Short notice as well. I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate your support as well. Do you want people to find you on the internet? Do you want to? Do you want to share where you're at and your gamer tags or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I'll be on y'all's uh, spam folder. I am there <laughs> with the hot locals near you. <laughs> like I swear, I am there. <laughs> I swear, I need to find somebody. No, so yeah, open your folders. And give me all your information. <laughs> no, but um, uh, I honestly don't have anything sean uh if you guys happen to see me in the chat and either you know your uh, live streams or in the games or anybody else's live streams like the iron lords big casting like that you know don't mm-hmm. mind saying hi to me also for anybody who might find my gameplay offensive when it comes to halo i promise you it is just for funds and games i like i told luke i do that so that way he can get better in the future <laughs> like, if i back smack you if i back smack you or i, or I teabag you or anything like that that's and it makes you feel like crap, you know. And just to let you know, like whenever you guys kill me, I feel the exact same way. Oh, not because man. like oh, I'm, not because like, oh, I'm better than them. No, not because of that. And it's just because like that's any gamer would feel that way. I feel like it's an honor. I feel like it's you know you get you took some extra special attention to me. Maybe it's not the right kind of attention, but a good old TV, that's like that's hilarious, man. I'd like no matter I, what, whether it's I me or somebody it. else, that's so funny. I loved it when you were, t- I don't know if you were, t- I think you were teabagging bit and bad bit. And I <laughs> yeah. saw that. So I killed you. I'm like, I'm going to go teabag him. <laughs> and then somebody killed me. I'm like, all right, like, somebody run in there. You have to. What did you call it before the chain uh, migration? It's the, the, the chain um, teabagging. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's hilarious. It's a stupid, like it's, it's, I don't know. That's just a, a, an amazing discovery by one person discovered it first i'd love to know who that person was who was like hey you know you can like crouch on on top of a dead body and it yeah. looks like this there's, there's a lot of myths that halo came up with a lot of things like no scoping like yeah or quick scoping you know i feel like oh with hate with call of duty i'm like i have no idea where this stuff comes from but i do remember hearing it in halo a lot a lot of terminologies here and there and whenever mm-hmm. and if anybody ever says oh on my ex like when they die yeah, it's because in Halo Two you had this gigantic little red X whenever you died type of thing. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard. That. I'm not, I'm so outside of the that, competitive. That's scene. that's all I say. If that I ever makes die, sense. If I ever that die, I don't know the call out. I always say out my X, and that's how competitive mm. I am. You know, if I will, I will call out places just because I feel like when you communicate, I can't have a conversation playing competitive games. I had to like feel so competitive. In. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely I'm definitely not. Um, Dude, I can't wait for freaking Halo. I hope you're right. Mid July uh, for a multiplayer beta would be unbelievable. But also there's too many other games happening right now. I just need to I need to get through at least one. I need to feel a win. I need a quick win, man, because uh, I'm I'm getting a little anxious with everything that's coming up here. I feel it'll come out July either 18th or 19th. Damn, a date, dude. Only, only because uh, Flight Simulator comes out uh, comes out around that time, and so does Ascend. So it's a great oh way. Oh my god, Ascend! It's oh, a great yes. way to uh, promote all that stuff at the end of the month. Like guys play Halo right now, and if you guys had enough of Halo, try the new game coming out on Game Pass. Type of July thing. actually might be bonkers, but um, Daniel, thank you so much, man. I'm good. I think that'll that will do it for the evening. But thank you so much for chatting with me tonight, man. I could talk about freaking just that was just one game basically. 
We can talk about all oh, yeah. things. Well, that's, that's why I told you. Whatever you want to talk about, let me know because I feel like mm-hmm. I know all around. But we never even got into the traveling, Sean. <laughs> Who cares? Man. It was it was part of the journey to get to where we got to, man. Um, I think that's it. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Sean. Have a nice night. I know you just finished recording with Cato. I can tell. I can tell because of the questions. Like, oh, we're recording tonight, so I know you're having a busy time with everything. No, tomorrow is tomorrow's Cato. Tomorrow's Cato. Tomorrow's Cato. Oh, yesterday, today, today is just you. Yesterday was Donnie. Today's you. Tomorrow's Cato. Wednesday's Ryan. Then Thursday we're back playing Mario Kart on on stream, man. Then Friday is something on t- what on a Twitch. busy schedule. That's you just do. it. Every day, of, every day of the week. Also, tomorrow will be the Pants Podcast. I'll do do yeah. the Pants Podcast tomorrow evening. So yeah, see, that's that's why I admire you, Sean. I admire people like you and Luke. Like we're after thing. it. We're getting on it, man. Because mm-hmm. if we don't do this, then we'll have responsibilities around the house. So at least this gets us out of that. You know what I mean? I actually like responsibilities. The cat is still here, I think. I actually haven't checked upstairs in a little while. I've been down here editing the show, putting it together, putting it, getting it ready for you guys. I hope you guys are hope you guys are good. Was that good? I, I think that was okay. Dano, thank you so much for hanging out with me, man. I hope you guys are, and thank you guys for hanging out to the end. I like this thing. I'm hearing this more and more. I heard it first on the House of Mario Drew Agnew's podcast. I love that he does this at the end. I'm not even. I don't even know if I'm going to do it, but I'm thinking. I, I want to recognize it first before I totally jack the idea. Um, he puts like a like hashtag, put a hashtag, like a little code at the end of the episode. Let us know that you're here. Let us know that you made it at the end. I think it's great. I heard it on another another podcast, Drew, uh, which made me think of you. I'm like, Drew did that first. But this other podcast was kind of enormous, too. So I'm like, I'm not sure. I don't know if you jacked it from them or or what happened. Uh, but I love the idea because I don't know. Like, do you, do you guys what do you guys do? I guess you could just let me know. Like, we don't need to do like a special like code or anything. Like, do, are you here? <laughs> do you listen to the end? Do you ever wonder? Because like. You kind of know what what you're gonna get here. I try to mix it up a little bit, but essentially, I'm gonna ask you to follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. I'm gonna ask you if you can, uh, you can you can write a review. That's a really good free way to support the show. But if you want to support it, not free. <laughs> uh, you can go to Patreon.com/slash You Capri. We've got content dropping pretty much every day, Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday is a rest day for the Patreon feed. Everybody can catch up, and then we do it all over again, starting on Monday. Uh, you also get, for $3 and up, you get exclusive podcasts, like the Pants Patreon Podcast for, uh, what the hell is it called? Pants Patreon Podcast for Patrons Podcast. I didn't think that this was going to be a thing. I just want to let you guys know when, because um, this, this of course, started with Bobby Paul's. And uh, and I asked him, I like, I, I, I want to do, like, an exclusive weekly thing. And he's like, okay, well, what do you want to call him? I'm like, I don't know, like... And I just threw him like a name, just like I, I didn't know what to call it. Like it was, it was a basically a placeholder name. It's a working title, the Pants Patreon Podcast for Patrons Podcast. It's an exclusive bonus podcast for supporting Yumi Capri, available to everybody three dollars and up. You get like I'm an open book. You ask me whatever you want. Apparently, we're exploring my distaste for milk right now, and some people are calling me a milk hater. Some people, pretty much everybody is actually calling me a milk hater. So if you want to be part of that. Patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. This is the end of the episode. I've got a whole July, basically, of of all Canadians. So stick around, guys. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. Some of you are like, all right, I'm out for a month. I'll see you in August. But um, stay tuned for that. Now, here's Jason. Okay, this is the end. Bye-bye. Jason! 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 Jason!
Jason! Jason! Jason! Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!